This is Magic Drive Time, your daily dose of Orlando Magic basketball. Magic have numbers if they go. Bancaro now through the lane. He jams it down. B5 through five Raptors. Magic Drive Time is presented by International Diamond Center, your local diamond experts since 1981. High screen from Franz. Now Kel spins into the lane. Long two. Off the rim. Franz can fly it in. Put back is good. Franz Wagner. It's your night, 22. Now here's your host, Jake Chapman. Welcome back. It's Magic Drive Time. We're presented by International Diamond Center. Jake Chapman, Dante Marcatelli here with you. The Magic fall last night in a pretty big way to the Cleveland Cavaliers at Kia Center. 126-99, the final score. A bombardment of threes from the Cavs. 20 of 38 from three-point range, 52.6%. We knew coming in, they were red hot. They had won seven in a row. They were defending. They were shooting threes. I don't know if anybody expected that kind of a performance. Donovan Mitchell was masterful all night. He was moving at a different speed, frankly, than everybody else on the floor. 25 points for him, 13 assists. Um, and the Cavs absolutely rolled you. They were up 38-19 after one quarter of play. That game was over within about three minutes, it seemed like. Uh, Sam Merrill with a career-high tying eight threes off the bench, off his uh, career-high scoring by one point, finished with 26 points. But uh, just one of those days. And so back to the drawing board, an off day today, rest, relaxation, I think certainly well-deserved. That was a tough weekend. We mentioned it last week, three games and four nights at home, but against three of the best teams in the Eastern Conference. Um, you get a full off day today, a full practice day tomorrow, and then a travel day on Thursday. We'll see the Memphis Grizzlies in Memphis. That'll be Friday night at 8 o'clock. Pre-game comes your way at 7.30 on the Magic Audio Network. And on Valley Sports Florida with this man right here, Dante Marcatelli. He joins me now. And I know, D, you don't really want to dive too deeply into what we saw last night. We'll talk a little Cavaliers. Um, I, I think, obviously, you saw, you know, without Markell in the starting lineup, it was a little different. Without J.I. coming off the bench, little looked a little different. But with the way the Cavs are playing right now, I'm not sure uh, if, if if you had an NBA All-Star team on the other side, if it would have made much of a difference last night. Magic defense looked like it was kind of walking in quicksand, and Donovan Mitchell looked like he was it was fired out of a cannon. That dude is really good, Dante. <laughs> yeah, he certainly is. This would be a great day to talk about Joel Embiid, Carl Anthony Towns, we will Luka Doncic, right? All the all the all the big numbers that we saw last night. In the NBA, I don't think there's a ton you can glean from that game last night. I think Paulo said it best uh, when the game was over. We just we weren't ready. You know, we got to be better. We got to be better all the way around. And you know, he he pointed out we didn't see Sam Merrill the first two go arounds. So a guy like that, you know, you, you can't let him come in and surprise you. You know, I I've been saying for four years we need a guy like Sam Merrill. I know, like every every NBA roster seems to have a guy you know that comes in off the bench and is capable of making four or five threes. And you know, shooting has just been kind of one of the one of the parts of this uh, roster where we've struggled. But you know, that's it wasn't just Sam Merrill. He comes in and makes his first four threes in the first quarter, and that certainly hurt. But they they go to Donovan Mitchell, they go to George Niang. I mean, they got Max Struess makes his first threes. I mean, that's a team just absolutely loaded with shooting. And and I was very curious because I still I saw the seven game win streak, and I saw the you know, the best defensive team in the NBA during that stretch. But I'm, I'm looking at it on paper, and some of the games that I watched on League Pass, I'm like, how are they doing this? You know, without Evan Mobley, without Darius Garland, we talked about it yesterday uh, on Magic Drive Time, and it's like, well, you know, everybody's got to be flawless, rowing in the same direction, and then you watch it. Then you watch it firsthand, and, you know, Jared Allen just, 
he, he made everybody think twice about coming in the paint. So that that that, that kind of got abandoned right away, uh, just with the way he challenged everything. And listen, you have to respect opposing teams shooting. We, we are struggling mightily, thirtieth in every three point metric there is, other than that you know that one week uh, where the where the Magic got hot from beyond the arc. But you have to respect these guys shooting. And there were so many open looks, Jake, and I, I think that was just third game in four nights, possibly, and back to back, and. You know, all, all the all the areas that, you know, kind of tend to tired legs and, you know, not having Markel and, and not having Isaac last night certainly hurt as well. But uh, they, they came out and just flat out ambushed you. They, they made 10 of their first 14 threes and a lot of them were open looks. And, and then you just couldn't couldn't put the genie back in the bottle. So it was a great game plan by Cleveland. Orlando was flat to start and it was just hard to you know, hard to get back into that one. So. Now, I think you said it. I think three days without a game, kind of rest and, and get ready to play Memphis and hopefully get back on track on Friday. Yeah, and it was funny because I think you saw the adjustment, right? You started trying to run run them off the three-point line. And then there were so many, there was about five, I think, of sidestep threes, right? Like George Niang and Merrill, they were waiting for those hard closeouts. And that's an adjustment. That is, I, I, I think, coaching. Um, hey, they're you know they're they're coming at you hard. They're coming from this angle. Yeah. Uh, so one quick pump fake, and then and then that sort of escape dribble, uh, and then the three balls are are just getting up, and that's just so demoralizing when you just see them falling one after another. But I will say this: okay, we didn't see Sam Merrill the first two times. We all know what Sam Merrill's what Sam Merrill is going to do. Oh, Why he's well, there? What he's about, Dante? Like, yeah, that's I, the thing. I I I drove to the arena saying you can't let Sam Merrill loose, right? Like you can't leave that guy. If nothing else, and you watched it time and time again, and Jake, they were all guilty of it. I mean, it's everybody on the perimeter had their turn, leaving Merrill to help on whoever. Right. That can't happen. Like, you have to be in that guy's jersey. And you have to, it, it's just kind of the awareness. And, and I just, listen, it was, there was a perfect game plan by Cleveland, and Orlando didn't follow the script. It, it, you know, sometimes there's games like that. And for whatever reason, just just weren't ready to go. So I... You know, and and I'm tired of the can't take a four year guy. I'm tired of the well, not long enough, tall enough. You know, there's 29 front offices that passed on Sam Merrill that went 60th in the NBA draft. I, yep. You know, you have to look at the skill set and the guy shoot. The guy can shoot, and you and listen, he's bounced around, so he's been on NBA rosters that have given up on him. You know, look at Milwaukee would love to have a guy like that back on their roster now. And Cleveland took a chance on him. They developed him, and he's kind of rewarding him right now. So I, I think that's uh, that's incredible. And, and listen, Caleb could be that guy. Jet Howard, you know, you got guys on your roster that could eventually be that guy here in Orlando. But that guy has developed into a sharpshooter, and I think he's as big a reason as anyone that Milwaukee that Cleveland has been able to stay afloat uh, because of what he's what he's added to his game. But you have to know your scouting report, and you can't help off a guy like that. Yeah, and, and and I do think there's you know there's an element of we saw the tired legs in this league exactly man, the close exactly. out I mean you're talking about a split second so you, it might look like you're sucked too far in you're helping off a guy like Sam Merrill but it could be I I, I thought I had time to get out to the shooter and I didn't uh, because I was just a step slow on on that particular night and certainly we saw that last night it's going to be my call again goes out to Kobe Altman for signing Sam Merrill last year a ten day contract not, 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 in not, early yeah. March. Of last season, and then rather than give him a, it took him ten days to prove to prove to them. And granted, he played I think thirty games for the Canton Charge last year, but they brought they signed him to a ten day deal. And then rather than that second ten day, 
which they're allowed to do. They signed him to a three-year contract with two of them guaranteed. They said this, and I think he's making like, you know, $1.3 million a year or something like that. He's probably one of the best bargains in the league. But um, Kobe Altman bringing that guy in and and they didn't even need to develop him very much because, as you mentioned, he played four years in college and he played, he got a ring with Milwaukee and then had some time with Memphis. Yes. That's my call of the game, bringing in a guy like that uh, and having faith in him, and it's certainly paying off. And I think Kobe Altman's done a fabulous job with that roster when you think about where they were when LeBron left in 2018 and where they've been able to... Uh, well, Jake, and, and here's the thing, and I and I know you got to do the read, and I'll let you do the read the clip from Ring Central and all that, but I there's a guy waiting in the wings in Osceola, and his name is Mac McClung, mm. and I think he's going to be the next Sam Merrill. I think an NBA team is going to take a chance on a guy like that, and, and I think that guy is waiting in the wings, and you know, maybe he gets an opportunity here in Orlando. I know there's such a crowded backcourt and all that stuff, so maybe it's not here. You, you, maybe he gets a chance here, maybe not. But I think that's the next guy. I, I think he's the, he's he's he just continues to excel uh, with what he with what he's been. But everybody looks at the size, and I think eventually he's going to get a chance. That that's my call in the game. <laughs> that's well, we're going to talk. We're going to talk Osceola tomorrow. Um, yes, as, good, good. Uh, as, as the first Osceola Magic game will air on 96.9 coming up. Uh, it'll be 30 minutes after we get off the air tomorrow night. So, uh, yeah, for sure, we're going to do a deep dive on Mac McClung. And you're right, six foot four, Sam Merrill. Uh, Mac, I think, is listed at what, six one. So, I think that's kind of the difference as to why he hasn't been given that opportunity. But people think of Mac McClung as only a dunker. Um, that guy is a lights out shooter. And so, you're right, that opportunity is certainly coming at some point for Mac and kudos to Sam Merrill for pouncing on his opportunity when given it uh, last March. And then now uh, getting some playing time with the Cavaliers that call the game brought to you by Glip from Ring Central. Rethink the way you work with secure meetings and messaging on any device with Glip by Ring Central. Visit Glip.com to learn more. Real quick, does it, it's, are you surprised that George Niang is an NBA player? <laughs> you know, I was talking to, I was, I, by the way, I talked to George Niang when Cleveland was here in December. And I'm a huge fan. I mean, that guy is as funny as it get, as it gets. Uh, I said, give me a thought on Joe Ingles, who he played with in Utah. And not one single word that he told me was for air. I, I could not air one single word uh, of what he told me. And likewise, when Joe talked about George, <laughs> that was great. Love it. Uh, the relationship that they have. But, you know, he, he's just he's just very open. And he seems like a great teammate, fun-loving guy. And he hasn't had to work out one day in his life. It's amazing. I'm watching him out there on the floor, and that guy, he can eat what he wants, he can drink what he wants, and he can just show up and play, and he's a walking bucket. And I think uh, kudos to him, right? He's he's bucking the trend and all oh, these three-a-day workouts and this and that. That guy just shows up at balls. And uh, just, uh, just <laughs> a fantastic throwback guy, George Niang. He asked out of that game, by the way, because he was tired at about after about 19 minutes. Uh, and J.B. Bickerstaff left him in there. It was awesome. I <laughs> just left him in there to continue to launch threes. I, I I don't know if anybody the last eight years in the NBA has had it better than George Niang. Is it? And and Dante, you know, we've been doing this show long enough. He is he's at the top of the Jake Chapman All Stars list. I mean, I, I no just, question. I love a player who gets by sincerely on on uh, hand eye coordination and 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 what's going on between the ears. There is zero <laughs> athletic ability as far as that, that that propels him above the rest of the NBA. The greatest athletes in the world, and we see Husky George. It just looks like I said. I said he has he has the build of me in middle school. <laughs> he was out there last night, <laughs> and I did not mean that disrespectfully. I love that guy, and you do. You can see it. 
Joe Eagle sucks at absolutely everybody at all times. Refs, fans, coaches. I mean, he has a relationship with literally everybody who's ever touched NBA basketball. Um, but when the Cavs, when the when the Cavs are on the other side with Mitchell and Yang, you can tell um, there's there's a little extra back and forth going on. And uh, yeah, <laughs> I appreciate George Yang certainly. Um, no, nope, Dave here. Break. Dave here. I really, I really appreciate everything that he, everything that he brings, and he seems to be the consummate teammate. And the guy can play. You know, you can't, you you can't get by on, you know, just head smarts and this and that in this league. That guy can ball. Yeah. It's pretty impressive what he's been able to do with a vertical of about one and a half inches. Um, <laughs> exactly. The Cavs are. Is is that a contending team? What like? Do you worry about when they get healthy, what it looks like? Do you think they're worried about that, or are they just kind of rolling right now with what they got and they figure? I think they're rolling right now, and I I think a guy like Darius Garland and Evan Mobley have to fit in. I think you have to fall in line. What if you bring those two off the bench moving forward, right? I I think if I'm J.B. Bickerstaff, we're rolling. We got got a rotation that we like. I'm bringing those guys off the bench until Okoro and Dean Wade prove otherwise. I, I think that's what I have to do. And you've great. I mean, literally every team around the Magic has made themselves better now with the trade uh, for Terry Rozier. So it makes it very difficult to make up ground here in the Eastern Conference. And, and you can look at it. The, you know, the Magic are getting better too, just by getting healthy. You know, they added Franz Wagner and Markel Fultz and Wendell Carter Jr. Uh, back in the lineup. So and Jonathan Isaac, hopefully, you know, is able to finish the season as well. Uh, Cleveland might be looking at it that way. You know, we're we're getting better. We don't have to make a deal because we're adding Evan Mobley and we're adding Darius Garland. Here at some point, but you look at what Miami did. You look at what Indiana did. Um, th- these teams have gotten gotten much better. The New York Knicks with Ananobi. I mean, it's gonna. Th- there's more deals that will be out there. Philadelphia will probably add somebody. So it's gonna make it very difficult uh, to keep pace and make up ground here in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, Dante mentioned it. A trade earlier today. We will detail that uh, on the other side. Teams getting better around the Eastern Conference as the trade season. Starts to heat up. See the Magic represent Orlando as they battle the Phoenix Suns this Sunday at 6 p.m. Catch all the action live when Jalen Suggs, Joe Ingles, and the rest of the Magic defend our kingdom against the Suns during their only visit to Kia Center this season. Get your tickets today for the city night at OrlandoMagic.com. The Cavs were in last night, winners of seven straight. As of today, the Suns, winners of six straight. So the Magic getting uh, all the top competition here at Kia Center, but we'll see the Memphis Grizzlies on Friday uh, before that matchup with Phoenix this weekend. It's Magic Drive Time. We're back after this right here, 96.9 again. Magic fans, get ready because the next City Night features a star-studded matchup you won't want to miss. Be at Kia Center on Sunday, January 28th when the Orlando Magic hosts Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, and the Phoenix Suns during their only visit to Orlando this season. Witness a kingdom on the rise as Anthony Black, Wendell Carter Jr., and the rest of the Magic look to protect the home court against the Suns. Secure your tickets today for this big-time City Night at OrlandoMagic.com. How do you measure the human spirit? In points? Distance. Maybe decibels. Or maybe there's no way to measure the human spirit. Because as you remind us every day, it simply has no limit. Advent Health, official champion of the human spirit. No matter where you are for tip-off, you're going to see a lot of this play. The game is on. Just outstanding. Good for three. Stream the magic all season long on the Belly Sports app. Oh, my goodness. Be 
here for the excitement. Off the charts. The thrills. Slams it in. The rivalries. Put that on your highlight reel, young fellow. Oh, young fellow. Here for the moments that shape our season. Stream the magic all season long on the Bally Sports app. Great game, guys. Now listen up. In business, to have a winning streak, you need a dependable partner by your side. A lasting relationship where business needs meet personal solutions and expectations are always exceeded. When it comes to agility and performance, City National Bank, the official bank of the Orlando Magic, has the playbook to help you take your best shot. Visit citynational.com for more information. City National Bank is member FDIC. Great dishes begin with top quality ingredients. Goya offers a wide variety of products from rice, beans, masarepa, and seasonings to olives and olive oil, even low sodium and organic items to stock your pantry with a solid lineup of go-to ingredients. With Goya on your team, your signature dishes are always a slam dunk. For inspiration and recipes, visit Goya.com. And remember, if it's Goya, it has to be good. Goya is a proud partner of the Orlando Magic. After catching a Magic game, you want to go home and relax, not go grocery shopping. Kroger Delivery makes grocery shopping simple and convenient. Order at Kroger.com or on the Kroger app, and our friendly, uniformed associates will deliver fresh, affordable food, household items, and even frozen snacks in refrigerated trucks straight to your front door. Now save $15 off your first three deliveries. Kroger Delivery is a proud sponsor of the Orlando Magic. Try us today. Today, we have two very special guests on our program, introducing Lemon hey. and Lime. Hello. For Starry Lemon Lime Soda. Thanks for having us. What is Starry Lemon Lime Soda? It's a crisp, clear burst of lemon lime flavor, and it's caffeine-free. Between us, one of you must be a little more important to Starry than the other. Who is it? We're both important. So we could just as easily be Starry Lime Lemon Soda. No, that doesn't sound right. Oh, I like it. So you saying hip-hop could be hop-hip. Works for me. Starry Lemon Lime Soda. Starry hits different. It's more fun to see the Orlando Magic hit the court live. And when you need tickets, Ticketmaster's got you covered with a wide selection of seats available for every game at a variety of prices. As the official marketplace of the Orlando Magic and the NBA, Ticketmaster gives you more ways to find your perfect seat. Whether you're making plans in advance or heading to the game last minute, with their virtual view from seat feature, you'll get a preview of your section to make sure you have the best view to catch more of those dimes and dunks. And if your plans change, Ticketmaster gives you more flexibility to sell or transfer your tickets. Plus, mobile tickets make getting in on game day a breeze. Find tickets today at Ticketmaster.com slash Orlando Magic. This is Wendell Carter Jr. of the Orlando Magic, and you're listening to Magic Drive Time with Dante and Jay, only on 96.9 The Game. Welcome back. It's Magic Drive Time. Jay Chapman, Dante Marcatelli here with you. We're presented by International Diamond Center. Magic with an off day today, practice day tomorrow, travel day on Thursday, and then we'll see the Memphis Grizzlies on Friday. That's an 8 o'clock tip. Uh, busy night and a busy afternoon around the association. Uh, where should we start, D. Embiid or Rozier? Uh, let's do the trade. The reported trade has not been finalized just yet, but the Miami Heat getting better. They're sending Kyle Lowry and a 2027 first-round pick that will likely uh, be fairly protected to the Charlotte Hornets for one scary Terry Rozier, who's having a heck of a season. He's still 29 years old. Look, Kyle Lowry, he's had a great career. He's 37 years old, and he ain't moving like he used to move. And so I'm not sure if he's long for Charlotte. There may be a buyout included. They may uh, trade him elsewhere. But Terry Rozier is likely long for the Miami Heat. It feels like a perfect fit. It feels like the type guy 
that Miami can utilize to his best. Um, and we haven't seen that for for Rozier since he was in Boston, frankly, playing meaningful minutes on a meaningful team. That guy kills us. He's he's one of the top magic killers, certainly. But uh, career best twenty three points a game this season. Dante six and a half assists. It's uh, uh, the Heat are getting better, and that's not good news for anybody else in the Eastern Conference. No, it isn't. And shame, shame, shame on Mitch Kupchak for helping the Miami Heat like that. Right? Yeah. You're you're helping Pat Riley. You're helping your division rival. Uh, sending him. For nothing, Jake. They didn't have to give up anything. Kyle Lowry wanted out. Uh, how do you think he feels about Heat culture right now? By the way, uh, he wanted <laughs> he wanted he wanted out of there, and he gets dealt, and he'll probably get flipped or or moved along. Uh, as far as that goes, huh? So you, if if you're Mitch Kupchak, you you get nothing in return. It was just a salary dump. You're probably going to move on from Kyle Lowry. You get a heavily protected pick in 27 that may never convey. So you may literally get nothing to show for Terry Rozier, who to me, to me, is the perfect complement to any roster. When when you think about it, a guy that can get you 20 points, he shoots 40% from three, teammates love him, he's a warrior, the guy battles, he wants to be out there on the floor. Uh, there, there might be GMs that are waking up this morning saying, you know, I, I didn't know Gary Terry was available. <laughs> so it's remarkable uh, what, what, what Pat Riley did to add who I think is the perfect complement uh, to that Miami Heat team. You have him in the backcourt now with Tyler Hero, with Jimmy Butler. Um, I, I, I just think that's absolutely phenomenal. For a 37-year-old veteran who, who might have one or two years left in the NBA and a heavily protected pick in 27, I, that was just a master, master class by Pat Riley in shame, shame, shame on Mitch Kupchak. According to Woj, the first-round pick is lottery protected for 2027 and unprotected if it conveys in 2028. So maybe there's a little bit of silver lining or uh, or a light on the other side of the tunnel as far as Charlotte goes. But you're right. I mean, that is – it's a division rival. That's the difference, though. Charlotte is not in the business of winning right now. God bless our friend Steve Clifford. They're there. They're, they're, they're no, that's the point. Yes, and Steve Clifford loves Terry Rozier. So yeah, I guarantee he's gutted by that one. That's a that's a frustrating thing, and he doesn't get caught up in all that. And he'll he'll get out and coach. And they coming off a big win in Minnesota last night. Just give me who you got, you know, give me who's available, and I'll go out there and coach. But um, yeah, so I don't see Miami being in the lottery, right? In right. four years from now, in 2028, when Ever. that would convey. So uh, that is just highway robbery, and and one of the biggest. Heists uh, in recent NBA history by Pat Riley. My opinion. <laughs> Strong words. I love it. I know you're going to be fired up about that one because you and I are big Terry Rozier fans. We've seen that guy. He's a dog, and he and he brings it in November, and certainly well, look, he's going to bring it in the postseason for the. You already got to see him four. You already got to see him four times a year, and now he's with your in-state rival. So right. that's right down the road. And, uh, there, you know, there's going to be some great battles, no question. Well, I will say that. We got Charlotte three times left, and we've already played Miami three times, so it actually lessens the amount of times we have to deal with Terry Rozier this season anyway. <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, if, if you do the math. You mentioned that win for the Hornets last night. They knocked off the Timberwolves, which is a big win no matter what. They did it despite 62 points for Carl Anthony Towns, <laughs> which will never be mentioned ever again. That's right. As Joel Embiid scored 70 last night. He said a new 76ers record. Well, Chamberlain never scored 70 in a 76ers uniform. He was a Philadelphia Warrior <laughs> right. when he had all of those uh, 100 points and then all of those big scoring performances. But Joel Embiid, I mean, we just saw it over the weekend. We're not talking about 
you know, an MVP caliber season. We're talking, he's putting forth one of the greatest all time seasons in the history of the game of basketball right now, Dante. He's over 36 points per game. He's over 53% from the field. All the rest, post-merger, Jordan in 86, Kobe in uh, in in 2006, I believe it was, or Hart in 18. Those guys all shot 44% from the field. They were all, you know, I think Jordan got 48% in 86. This dude, for a big man to be doing these numbers in yes. today's NBA, is yes. absolutely insane. Well, and he shoots threes, right? So he only shoots two or three a game, but he but he shoots them. So that factors in with the percentage. He's automatic from the free throw line. We saw him earlier this week, and it was just workmanlike. Yeah, I mean, he just came in here and just plowed right through this entire roster uh, like he has been the entire NBA because that's what he's doing. Uh, Wendell made it difficult on him, and he had to work for it, but he still hit jumpers. And, and there, He had 56 points last night through three quarters. On the anniversary of Kobe Bryant's 81-point performance, I mean, he's just masterful, all the connections, and that was his favorite player. And you know what all the quotes were about? Yeah, he acknowledged that he had a big game and this and that, but it, it was about, well, you know, we're on to the next thing. We're, we're on to the next game. We, that dude has nothing but championship on his mind. Last year it was all about himself and getting the MVP, in my opinion. Uh, you know, all the questions were about I should be the MVP. There's a lot of hate. I don't know why I don't get the credit I deserve. There was a lot of that talk. Now it's deflecting envy talk about him. Uh, so he's kind of got everybody's head spinning, but deflecting everybody, all the talk about him, and it's about a championship. And I love that. I love where his focus is at. And 70 points in this league is absolutely incredible. Uh, but, you know, you got to factor in that you can't touch the guy and the, the way the defense has changed. It certainly makes it difficult. But I don't care what, what the rules are or what the setting is. 70 is 70. And that was that was absolutely damn impressive. And, uh, he he's the runaway MVP again. So seventy points, eighteen rebounds, five assists. That's an that's a line that has never happened in NBA history uh, until oh, yeah. last night. He is, well, it's uh, that. We're not, another level. We're not talking about we're not talking about Carl Anthony Towns will get no mention. Sixty two points. You're not getting any mention for that triple double Luka Doncic had last night and the forty three points and the game winner for Kevin Durant right. or the Phoenix right. a double pump game winner. That's, that's unbelievable because the guy went for 70. That's remarkable. Just another Monday night in the NBA. He's Dante. I'm going to take Magic off today. We'll be back tomorrow uh, talking Osceola Magic a little bit on Wednesday's edition of Magic Drive Time. Have a great night, everybody. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Orlando Magic fans, join the team for their Black History Month celebration game on Thursday, February 8th at the newly renamed Kia Center. See the Magic take on Victor Wimbanyama and the San Antonio Spurs during their only visit to Orlando this season and enjoy a great night and occasion as they pay tribute to the remarkable achievements, contributions, and resilience of the Black community throughout history. Don't miss out. Get your tickets today at OrlandoMagic.com.